0: Two weeks ago, we started a series of sermons on crossroads. And we gave an overview of crossroads and the various choices we can make in our lives as we stand at the crossroads. We found crossroads not only define the way in which we need to walk Crossroads also define our destiny And as we hit the crossroads in our lives We cannot be in a hurry to make decisions in our lives Because word of God says very clearly We need to inquire of the Lord To find the right direction in our lives In Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 New International Version says Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 this is what the Lord says stand at the crossroads and look ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 as we stand at the crossroads God is asking us to look around God is asking us to ask for the ancient paths we have different theology different doctrines coming on our way and God is asking us to stand and ask for the ancient paths ask where the good way is and walk in it and you will find rest for your souls crossroads are unavoidable Crossroads are important in our lives. It is not always easy to handle crossroads Sometimes crossroads appear in front of us without any prior warning without any prior signal Crossroads also bring drastic changes in our lives. We talked about all these things the week before Last week we talked about the crossroads of misunderstanding Misunderstanding or being misunderstood is a deadly killer of many relationships today on this earth, especially the family relationships. You know, if you feel that we are just misunderstood, or we are, you know, we are, we are, we, are, we, we may be misunderstanding someone else. There is no doubt that we are standing in a crossroad, and we went ahead and we built few arguments to arrive at. There is nothing wrong. About this crossroad of misunderstanding it is common among men and later we also found out Lord Jesus Christ he was misunderstood by everyone he was misunderstood by the Jewish community he was misunderstood by the Pharisees he was misunderstood by even by his disciples he was also misunderstood by his family when Jesus opened his word, opened the word, and he started preaching them, and people started murmuring. People started talking to themselves and said, what, he, what is he talking about? I don't understand anything, what is he saying? You know, nobody understood Jesus Christ. So misunderstanding is common. Misunderstanding is not something strange. But you know, we found out something that is very significant. None of this misunderstanding stopped Jesus from doing what he was Wanted to do. You know, misunderstanding can come on our way, but misunderstanding cannot stop us what we are supposed to do, what God has commissioned us to do. He went about preaching the gospel and he went about healing all manner of sicknesses. In the same way, God is expecting us not to stop. You know, we may be misunderstood, or we may misunderstand someone else, but God is asking us not to stop anything. Keep doing what God wants us to do. And today, we are going to deal with it, it, another major crossroads. That crossroad that can come on our way is the crossroads of doubt. Crossroads of doubt. You know, doubt... Is an intellectual or emotional barrier that doesn't allow us to do what we believe. That doesn't allow us to believe it completely. Doubt is an emotional or intellectual barrier that comes and stands on our way and it doesn't allow us to believe something completely. We believe it we get carried away by doubt We know it; that's what is right But you know we get easily carried away by doubt So that's what we are talking about here Crossroads of doubt You know doubt has a high potential to change our decisions you know, every crossroad is a decision-making point. We come and stand at the crossroad and we decide. We think about it whether to move right or to, you know, turn left. Whether to go forward or to go backward. Crossroads are decision-making joints, junctions. It is very, very important. It all depends, you know, what decision we make. And that's where we end up. We can stand and take either go right or go left. And our destiny is defined based on the decision that we make at the crossroads. Doubt has a higher potential to change our decisions. If we continue to live in doubt, we tend to believe what is not true. Eventually, if we continue to live in doubt, we eventually we end up in believing what is lie. You know, today we, are, we can see people around, they believe in lies, and they build their lives based on lies around them there is no truth in their lives and there is no truth they believe in their lives that the reason is we allow doubt to build within in our lives decision taken based on lies is eventually will eventually lead us to destruction think about it we take some decisions in our lives not based on truth but based on lies and where we will end up with Decisions taken based on lies is not good. It's going to lead us in towards destruction And today if we are standing at the crossroads of doubt you know God is willing to help us here he is willing to help us to make the right choice and make make the right decision in our lives not based on lie but based on truth based on truth the word of God Bible says in James chapter 1 verse 6 James James chapter 1 verse 6 says he who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. He who doubts lives like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. The wave on the sea has no direction it depends on where the wind blows it is taken in that particular direction you know today God is talking to us about standing at the crossroads of doubt today many family relationships are affected due to doubt you know, doubt between husband and wife can arise even for small things, you know, in our family relationship. Some of us would have experienced it, some of us, you know, may, may, might not have experienced it, or we would have heard about it. You know, family relationships are broken today because of doubt. You know, most of the time, you don't need to have a big reason for doubt to come, in, come in, into a family relationship. You know, simple things like if somebody is coming late from work. That's enough for a doubt. If someone is talking to somebody else over phone for hours together, that itself is enough for doubt. You know, keeping secret things, keeping secret passwords. You know, within between husband and wife, they don't want to share things. They keep things secretly. They do things in a secret way. Sudden change in the behavioral pattern can lead to doubt. Avoiding to share. You know work related information, you know some families they don't want to talk anything about the work at home. Avoiding such information to be shared among families can eventually lead to doubt. Not involving the partners in the financial decisions in families can eventually lead someone to doubt. Not satisfying the physical and emotional requirements or the needs of the partners can eventually lead to doubt to build up among the, family, among the partners in the marriage relationship. Doubt can creep into any areas of our family relationship. You know, doubt in the work environment can come if the employees are not able to trust each other. If the employees they are not able to trust the management doubt can easily come in even doubt can come in the church environment if the believers are not able to trust each other or the believers are not able to trust the leadership you know doubt can come into the church environment pretty soon doubt is everywhere most of the time you know the reason for relationships falling apart, the communities or the societies or the churches or even the organizations falling apart, the reason can be doubt. The reason is doubt. And today, God is talking to us. Someone said like this If Christ spend an anguished night in prayer, If he burst out from the cross and he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Then surely we are also permitted doubt. But we must move on to choose doubt as a philosophy of life is like choosing immobility as a means of transportation. You know, it means to say, sometimes when we have doubt in our lives, you know, we continue to live in doubt. It is similar to choosing immobility as a means of transportation. You know, we get used to doubt in our lives. We get carried away by doubts in our lives. You know, we cannot continue to live in doubt. You know, I have seen husbands and wives living in doubt all along their lives until their death they end up in living doubting each other every time they find fault with others every time you know you know after all these things the children are the one who are affected by all these things in such an environment homely environment and you know what the doubt cannot be allowed in our lives the doubt is too costly it is too expensive And it is too expensive, you know, as our lives cannot continue to live in doubt. And today God is telling us, you know, whatever the nature of the doubt may be, it may not be just in family lives, it may be even within ourselves, doubting about our own self. It may be doubting about somebody else. It may be even doubting about God. God is telling us today to come out of the doubts. If we are standing at the crossroads of doubt this morning, God is telling us, to listen to his word and he is here to help us this morning there are three major types of doubt that can affect any child of god as i said the first doubt that can come into our lives is doubting ourselves doubting self is the first doubt that can affect any child of god you know doubting ourselves is quite common It's a quite common crossroad people stand today, we doubt about our ability at times, you know, we doubt about our skills, we doubt about our sanity, we doubt about even our integrity at times and you know what, the decisions that we make is based on what we think about ourselves. The decisions we make is based on if we are able to trust us or we are not able to trust ourselves. People doubt their health in the future. They think about how I am going to be. Am I going to be healthy? They doubt about their health in the future. They doubt whether there will be someone who will care for me when I become when I grow old. Whether there will be somebody to take care of me. We doubt about our future. You know we even doubt about you know, whether we will have enough uh, you know, financial support when I grow old Who will provide all these things that I need This world is filled with you know doubt People who doubt themselves You know on the other hand if you look at this world The world is also filled with There are self-supportive, you you know, self-help available, videos and books available, they talk about, you know, if you go through this process, if you read this or if you understand this, if you practice this, it will help you to build your ability, your inner ability, it will help you to think positive, it will, you know, help you uh, to recover or to discover your inner strength that you have within you. You know there are so many mechanisms you know talked about today in this world In spite of all this effort that is taken in this world today People doubt about their themselves You know when we are standing at this crossroad are doubting ourselves Most of the times when we take a decision The decision will not allow us to move forward the moment I doubt about myself, I'm not going to do it because I doubt my ability to do that. I doubt my skills and see whether you have, really have skills to accomplish that task. And the moment the doubt comes in my mind, I will not step into it. And that's the reason, you know, God is telling us, do not allow this doubt to come. Doubt, do not doubt about yourself. You know, doubt will also lead to fear. The moment we doubt about ourselves, the next thing that comes in our life is fear. And fear will not allow us to do anything. Fear will not allow us to move forward. You know, if you need to m- make a you know, transition, for example, in our career. You know, many of us are afraid to do it, boy, because we doubt about our abilities. When we want to do something for God, we doubt whether I'll be able to do it or not. Because, you know, we doubt ourselves. You know, the more we doubt about ourselves we we will be restricted more to do things for God or even for our living on this earth the reason why we doubt about ourselves you know most of the time we tend to depend on ourselves the more we try to depend on our abilities at times you know we tend to doubt more about our abilities and God is telling us that you are depending on, trying to depend on your strength at times. You start doubting about yourself. The reason is, most of the time you are trying to depend on your strength. And God is giving us a, you know, 180 degree turn and he is telling us, come to me, depend on my strength. Depend on my abilities. In Proverbs, let's go to that scripture, let's read that scripture, Proverbs chapter 3. It's a familiar scripture to most of us, Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 to 8 Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 to 8 Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding Try to understand the scripture in the context of doubt, doubting self Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths do not be wise in your own eyes fear the lord and depart from evil it will be health to your flesh and strength to your bone what will be health to our flesh and strength to our bone Trusting in the Lord Trusting in the Lord The opposite to trust Is doubting When you start doubting Our abilities When we start doubting About ourselves Or when we start doubting about others Or God Instead of health We get into sickness Instead of our bones becoming stronger Our bones become weaker You know you know even even the doctors say doubt is one of the reasons for the bone related sicknesses today doubt is something that it not intellectually emotionally affects us even it has an impact on our physical doubt is something that need to be avoided by every one of us the way to get out of it trusting in the Lord if today we are standing at the crossroads of doubt and God is telling us to trust in God that will make us strong Trusting on selves make us you know, doubt about our abilities and we end up in taking wrong decisions and God is telling us to trust in him. You know we all look at great men and women of God and we admire them for their great commitment to the Lord. You know but they drew strength, they took strength from God. They were not trying to do things by themselves. They were all trying to depend on God. And exactly that's what God is telling us today. If they would have ended up in, you know, depending on their own strength. They would not have accomplished great things for God. And God is telling us to depend on His strength. When we are in darkest, darkest hours. When we are in the deepest void in our lives, when we are in the greatest doubt, you know, when fear comes and grips our grips our hearts, God is telling us not to worry, because He, as we trust in Him, He will hold on to us. He will hold our hands, and He will take us through. As we stand at the crossroads of doubt If we trust in God He will enable us He will help us to make the right choice Make the right decision That will take us to move forward And all because always God is trustworthy When Peter was walking on the waters The reason You know why He was about to sing He looked at his Inabilities to walk on the water You know, it is Jesus who initiated, who called him to walk towards him and he started walking. And the moment he started singing, sinking into the water, he looked at his inability. Suddenly he realized he is just a man. He is walking on the water. How is it possible that he can walk on the water? You know, that single thought is enough for him to drown into the water. And God is telling us, Do not look at our abilities just look at the abilities of God and trust in him and he will help us to move forward. The second crossroads of doubt that we can stand, anyone can stand today is doubting others. Doubting others. You know our lives on this earth is built fortunately or unfortunately it is built around people. It is built around people None of us can live by ourselves all along from the cradle to the grave None of us can just live on this earth by ourselves You know, people may not agree to this statement Sometimes people say, I don't need anybody I can just live by myself I don't need any help from others I know what to do, I know how to take care of myself, I can just live by myself, right? I say that then you must be an angel, right? So we all need people around us, you know children they depend on parents, parents at the old age they tend to depend on children sometimes, spouses they try to depend on each other in at least the bible says so they depend on each other students they depend on teachers the teachers they depend on the students the coach in a team he depends on the the, the 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 players and the players they depend on the coach in a workplace the team depends on the team lead and the team leaders depending on the team members In patients, they depend on the doctor, the doctor depends on the patient. In the church, the members of the congregation depends on the leadership, and the leaders depend on the members of the church. Our life system is surrounded with such dependency of each other with each other. You know, it is essential that we need to trust each other as we live on this earth. We are talking about standing at the crossroads of doubt. Doubting others can make us to stand at the crossroads of doubt and the decision what we are going to take can influence our future. You know the moment we start doubting someone else in our lives you know we start taking certain decisions either to avoid that person or not to deal with that person in the future that kind of decision is going to you know that kind of decision is going to change the course of our lives as we doubt people around us for example it may be easy to understand if a team lead for example always doubts a team member and eventually he is going to lose the team member you know that's the kind of impact the patient, you know, she always doubts about her doctor. Very soon she's going to find some other doctor. There is an impact. But then, if you extend that impact to the family relationship, the impact may be severe. The impact may be severe. Doubting others is not going to result in good. You know, the reason why we doubt people around us most of the time it may be due you know due to our experience with them in the past sometimes we feel that people are not able sometimes we feel that people are not capable sometimes we feel that we realize that people fail their promises so first you do it and then second time you end up in doubting them whether they will keep up to the promise or not Unfaithfulness, sometimes even backbiting, insult, abuse, you know, uh, some harshness, some, you know, different kinds of behavior or various other reasons may, you know, prompt us, may, you know, lead us to doubt others in our lives. What the Word of God says about it. But we need to realize at times, we are none of us are perfect on this earth. None of us are perfect So we cannot allow the doubt to grow about others We need to realize You know the more we doubt, the more we are wasting our days on this earth Not only our time, even the time of the other people with whom we are dealing with It affects people around us, it affects the atmosphere And God is telling every one of us, we need to stop doubting about others as we are maybe standing at the crossroads of doubt if we are standing at the crossroads of doubt God is asking us to consider maybe the following scriptures some of the scriptures may help us in Acts chapter 2 verse 47 Acts 2 47 the early church word of God says they were praising God and having favor with all the people And the Lord added the church daily such as should be saved. You know one mechanism they adopted the early church. To come out of these doubts between the members, between the congregation. They were having favor with all people. They were having favor with all people. In Romans chapter 12 verse 10 says. Be kindly, affectionate to one another with brotherly love. In honoring giving preference to one another you know when Paul writes these scriptures what he had in mind you know such things can come up anywhere when people are gathered together and he's telling us today treat each other with brotherly love giving preference to one another you know when we start doing all these things the doubt will not arise Colossians chapter 3 verse 13 says Colossians three thirteen, bearing one another Forgiving one another if anyone has complained against somebody even as Christ forgave you you we also need to forgive you know Word of God teaches multiple times about living together. In unity and it talks about forgiving one another, bearing one another, supporting one another, encouraging one another. You know these are some of the mechanisms we, with which we can come out of it. In Matthew chapter 18 verses 21 to, 20, 18 to, 21 to 22 Matthew chapter 18 Peter came to him and he said to the Lord. Lord how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Do you remember what the Lord replied? He asked up to seven times And Jesus said to him I do say to you You go and forgive your brethren Up to how many times Seven? Not seven times but up to Seventy times seven I don't know how many it is 70 times seven many more times when God is asking us to forgive you know sometimes we forgive one time two times and then we just give up right most of the time we think okay that behavior is always like that he's not going to change right so what we do is we stop forgiving and we may avoid people and God is telling us that's not the right way we cannot build doubt with one another The second crossroad we may stand today is doubting other. The third crossroad we may stand today is doubting God. Is doubting God. Billy Graham said once, doubts are a normal part of life. As I said earlier, there is nothing wrong in doubting. It's part of life. Even some people even teach that doubt must be there. You need to doubt certain things. Then only we will start learning. He said Billy Graham said doubts are normal part of life. We doubt things on earth so it is easy to doubt things of God. You know it becomes a habit within us. The moment we start doubting things on this earth we end up in doubting even God. The same way we doubt people around us the same way we doubt God. The same way we question people around us the same way we question the word of God. Lord. It's not enough if you tell that in one place. Well, I want to see in many places. I want to see is it truth? Is it real truth? Is this the, is the, are these words of Jesus? Or it is spoken by some disciples? Or it is written by no name? We need to know. We want to know what is real truth. We t- you know, end up in doubting even the word of God. And God is saying that's not good. You need to trust in me. You need to trust in me. You know, there are many doubted God in the scriptures. Some examples. The most famous doubter in the Bible is Thomas. He doubted the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? When Jesus came and stood in the house which was closed, he doubted the resurrection of Lord Jesus Christ. Zechariah, when the angel of God appeared to him and God promised him that John the Baptist is going to be born, Zechariah, he doubted God's word. Gideon, Gideon doubted God, and he tested God. That's what the Word of God says. In we can read that later in Judges chapter six, if you read. You know, once upon a time, Gideon was asked to accomplish a task by God. You know what he said to God? He said, "Lord, I'm going to throw. I'm going to throw a fleece of wool, a bunch of wool." On the dry land on the ground and next day morning I want to see dew only over the wool not on the dry land if you do that I will believe you you know what the Lord did that and his doubt didn't stop there and next day he said I'm going to throw the fleece of wool again on the dry ground I want to see dew everywhere not on the wool you know sometimes do you say that to the Lord many times I do say that I'm not about you I don't know about you we ask God Lord I want to see this happening if that happens I believe it is you if that doesn't happen I don't believe it your word may say so, but then I want to see that in my life happening. You know, we don't, we are not willing to take the word just, 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 just as it is written. You know, we want to see things happening in our lives. To believe. We want to see to believe. It is contrary to what is belief, what is faith. We want to see things to have faith. That's contrary to what is faith. The definition of faith is, and God is telling us, Not to be like Thomas, not to be like Zechariah, not to be like Gideon. What about Sarah and Abraham? They just laughed at God when God spoke to them and said, You will have a baby. They just laughed at God because they doubted God. As we grow on this year, you know, on this year, as we become mature, if we don't take away the doubt from our lives, eventually we end up in God, we end up doubting God. You know what? Doubting God is going to certainly change our ways, change our you know, choices, change our preferences, and eventually it may change our destiny too. And God is telling us, if we are standing at the crossroads of doubt, God is telling us. You cannot continue to live in doubt forever. You know, even before Jesus handed over the great commission to his disciples, I, I want you to read the scriptures. Matthew, let's go to Matthew chapter 28. Matthew chapter 28. This morning when I was reading the scripture, you know, uh, uh, probably I just got that first time into my eyes. Matthew chapter 28, chapter 16, sorry, chapter 28, verse 16 to 19. Word of God says, Then the 11 disciples, just note down the number 11. 11 disciples. This is at the end of everything. Jesus died and he was buried and he he rose from the dead. And he was here on this earth for 40 days. Appearing to different uh, people. And he was about to be taken up into heaven. And now he is looking at the disciples. Verse 16, Matthew chapter 28. Then the eleven disciples went away into Galilee to the mountain which Jesus had appointed for them. Verse 17 says, when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth Go therefore and make disciples of all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit Even at that moment Out of the eleven, Some doubted Some doubted Some doubted It is common today doubting God And God doesn't want us to doubt him You know doubt is also a tool that Satan makes use you know to to put our confidence in God, put down our confidence in God. Satan used this tool very effectively to make us lack confidence in God. So that we don't put our trust in God, so that we don't prosper and the enemy is trying to do that in our lives. You know the remedy for doubt is to have faith in God and word of god says very clearly if we have doubt in god all that we need is more faith and how that faith comes faith comes by hearing the word of god romans 10:17 you know god has given us the bible the word of god as a testimony of his work his amazing work in the past and god is telling us if we have doubt still about god all that god is telling us to remember What he has done in the past I believe the most of the Old Testament scripture is given to us Today as a testimony It's a book of testimony Of what God has done in the past And today if you are not able To believe in God for certain things I would encourage Us to go back to the Old Testament and to read what God has done and he says he's the same God he never changes he's the same God he was the same yesterday and today and he's the same he's going to be the same forever in Psalm 71 verse 11 the Psalmist says Psalm 71 verse 11 I will remember the deeds of God yes I will remember your miracles of long ago Psalm 77 verse 11 You know that's what God expects us to say In the moment of doubt comes in our lives God is asking us to look at the ancient ways Look at the ancient ways as he spoke in Jeremiah 6 verse 16 So if you are standing at the crossroads of doubt Just look at the ancient ways How I led the children of Israel in the wilderness How I spoke to kings and judges and the priests How I anointed the prophets and how I moved in the midst of people on this year, chickas, just look at the and ways and I will do it for you Psalmist says I will remember the deeds of the Lord yes I will remember your miracles all day long now in order to have faith in God to get out of this doubt now we need to have more understanding about what God has done in the past even in our own life if you take some of the situation that we dealt with in the past Amazingly God has brought us through and he will continue to help us to see things even the coming days The challenges that we are facing today and the challenges we will be facing eventually in the coming days He is the same God. We don't need to doubt him. We can put our trust in God If we are standing at the crossroads of doubting God The decision that we are going to take is going to decide Whether we are going to continue to serve God You know today many people quit Because of the doubt coming in their minds And they take a decision at that point And they decide not to serve God anymore They walk away from God The reason we are talking about today The crossroads are very very important in our lives We cannot neglect such crossroads in our lives The trust comes from the word of God As we read the word of God more Before I close, I just want you to turn to Psalm 139 Psalm 139 This psalm always encourages me I'm sure many of you are encouraged by reading this psalm Anytime when doubt comes in our lives I would encourage you to go and read Psalm 139 Let me read some of the scriptures for you Psalm 139 he starts with saying, David is crying out to God and telling him, Oh Lord, you have searched me and known me. You know my sitting down and you know my rising up. You understand my thoughts afar off. You comprehend my path and my lying down and are acquainted with all my ways even before a word comes out of my mouth Lord you know about it and he goes on and on he says verse 7 where can I go Lord from your spirit or where can I flee from your presence and you know he knew that very well and this psalm encourage brings encouragement in our lives it will help us to trust in God more and if you can turn with me to verse 13 for you found my inward parts you covered me in my mother's womb I will praise you for I am fearfully and and wonderfully made marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. Now he goes on, on and on and he tells about what God has done and what God is for him today and that's a great encouragement for us not to doubt God but to put our trust in God and this morning God is speaking to us God has spoken us And God is telling us if we are standing at the crossroad of doubting ourselves, God is telling us not to look at our own abilities but to trust in God. If we are standing at the crossroads of doubting someone else in our lives, God is telling us to encourage one another, not to expect them to be perfect but to encourage and support and grow together and if you are standing at the crossroads of doubting God God is telling us, asking us to look at the ancient ways, ancient paths I have done all these things in your life and in the life of your ancestors I am able to do it today and I will continue to do it forever Amen